0: God of all power, whose hands piled up the mountains and turned back the tides. Your power is greater yet in your deeds of mercy. You offer to heal your people. Please forgive us and may the gift of your life continue to grow in us, drawing us to faith, hope, and love. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. There is no God besides you who have the care of all. That you need show you have not unjustly condemned. For your might is the source of justice. Your mastery over all things makes you lenient to all. For you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. And in those who know you, you rebuke temerity But though you are a master of might, you judge with clemency, and with much lenience you govern us. For power, whenever you will, attends you. And you taught your people by these deeds that those who are just must be kind. And you gave your children good ground for hope that you would permit repentance for their sins. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. but the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the Holy Ones, According to God's will, the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowd, saying, "The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field." While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The, slaves of the, master, ma- uh, the slave of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? And he replied, No, if you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. He proposed another parable to them, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, yet when full-grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour, until the whole batch was leavened, all these things, Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables, I will announce what has been lain hidden from the foundation of the world." Then, dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He said in reply, He who sows good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, the good seed, the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is a devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into a fiery furnace where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. On Friday, my wife Colette and I were able to go over to Harmony House to visit with Deacon Mike Ondike, who's now living there. And in our discussions, we joked with him and asked him, that he remember how he started his homilies? And he looked at us and we said, remember, Michael. Today is a beautiful day in central Pennsylvania. And he had a big smile on his face. Our Deacon Michael. In our gospel today, we hear Jesus speaking in parables again. Many of Jesus' parables are like riddles. They have surprising or shocking endings designed to tease the people of his time into examining certain beliefs they took for granted. He also used parables to teach about God's reign. And these were often in the form of analogies comparing God's reign to common things or events, such as the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, or ten virgins who took their lamps, or today's parable, a man who sowed good seed in his field. In today's gospel, Jesus offers three parables to describe the kingdom of heaven. The beginnings of the kingdom of heaven can be found in this world, but the fruition, however, will not be realized until the final judgment. In the meantime, Jesus cautions his disciples that any effort to judge the progress of the kingdom is premature. Only God, in the final judgment, will distinguish the fruit of the kingdom of heaven and offer its reward to those who enter. The second and third parables call to our attention the abundance that will result from the small beginnings of the kingdom of heaven. Just as the mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds, will become a large bush, so too God will bring his kingdom to full bloom As a small amount of yeast will leaven the entire batch of bread, so too God will bring about the expansion of his kingdom. In each case, there is an image of the superabundance that God brings out out of even the smallest things of the signs of his kingdom. We all might have ideas and visions of what might heaven be for us one day, don't we? maybe a golfer might picture heaven as endless rounds of golf, or someone who spends a great deal of their life working might picture heaven as an endless vacation. But I think certainly each one of us who looks forward to meeting Jesus at the banquet of heaven, getting reacquainted with our loved ones, and spending eternity without pain, suffering, illness, or loss, Our, our visions reflect a vision of hope, that we are one day going to spend eternity enjoying ourselves in the most wonderful place. But what Jesus is reminding of us in today's gospel is that the kingdom of heaven is not simply a future destination for us, but it is actually the present reality of here and now, and by how we live out our lives. It might be a challenge for us because the good seed of God's grace falls among the weeds of sin that sometimes flourish in our daily lives. But Jesus wants us to recognize that God is persistent with love, persistent with his mercy, persistent with his forgiveness, and patiently waits for us to bear good fruit. He gives us the opportunity to nurture those tiny mustard seeds of faith and grace in our lives into very large growth, and the time to work the yeast of our faith into grace in the dough of our lives that someday will rise. The three parables in today's Gospel show us that living a life worthy of the Kingdom of Heaven requires our discernment, our growth, and our transformation. In the first parable about the weeds among the wheat, it speaks about the discernment of the master, who allows the weeds and the wheat to grow together, so that the wheat would be able to bear good fruit. For us, to live a life worthy of the kingdom always involves our discernment, spending time to make the correct choices and judgments in our lives. This involves regular conversations with God in prayer and reading scripture so that we can discover God's will for us and then living out God's will in our everyday lives. The second parable of the mustard seed speaks about the incredible growth from a small seed to a very large plant over time. For us to live a life worthy of the kingdom of heaven takes our patience. It involves regular periods of reflection and confession so that we may examine ourselves and see in what areas of our lives we need to grow in order to bear good fruit. In the third parable about the yeast, it speaks about the transformation that wheat undergoes as it is carefully kneaded into dough with yeast. For us to live a life worthy of the kingdom of heaven, requires our transformation on our part. The willingness to change the person we are, to become the person God wants us to be. It requires us to become the people of faith and hope, seeing all the possibilities that are open to us if we do change and transform ourselves. We can apply these parables to our own spiritual lives. All of us wish we only had wheat or virtues growing in our garden of life. But the reality is that we, like the world, have weeds too in our soul. The Lord exercises great patience with us, hoping that we will rid ourselves of the weeds before he comes to take us home. A Native American elder once described his own inner struggles like this. He said, inside of me there are two dogs. One of the dogs is mean and evil. The other dog is good. The mean dog fights the good dog all the time. After being asked which dog wins, he thought for a moment and replied, it's the one dog I feed the most. Like the Native American elder, We must feed and protect the wheat in our lives so that the weeds will not choke out the good things growing within us. So today, let us live with a deep sense of gratitude for the gift of faith, which connects us to the one true God. And let us promise the Lord that we will do our part to keep that faith growing strong and then to share it with others. Jesus is not asking us to stop imagining what the kingdom of heaven will be like. He just wants us to realize that our journey to the kingdom of heaven has already begun for us and that we need to continue our journey there each and every day. The parables today suggest how we as Christians should be investing our time, talents, and energy on this journey by continuing to grow the good seeds of the kingdom. So let us become the good seed and the yeast that grows and rises us to a new life. Thanks
0: for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.